Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm telling you, too many cooks will spoil the stew. It's a very true statement. And too many stews will spoil the cook. You know why? Because that cook's got so many stews, he's, he's not really caring one way or another. He's not paying too much attention. If he's got 50, 60, 213 stews, what does he care if this stew's good or that stew? He's spoiled rotten, just like the stew from last week that he left boiling on the simmer pot. You know what I call that? A crock pot of shit right there. <laughs> when it... When it, when it, when it when a cook spo- is spoiled by the stews. Yeah, I mean... You know, I, th- I think that's true. I mean, you know... It's true. I don't think you need too many opinions when you're writing something. Yeah, we were just talking about, uh, you know, this... Uh, I, I finished this pilot called The Loneliest Megaplex. And Cash read it, and I'm happy that he liked it because... Well, I actually didn't... I didn't read it. I sent it off to th- to uh, 30 different people, and they gave me their opinions. And then I... Uh, you know, put all oh, those so together. You did, and, you, did yeah. you did. You did. You crowdsourced your own opinion. <laughs> <laughs> People don't, don't outsource their opinions enough. Teach this thing is going in and out a lot. No, no, no. I it's okay. I just I messed it up because okay. it wasn't. It was not. Um, uh, it was coming out of the internal speakers. So it wasn't no. focused as it needed to be. Um, so yeah, I mean, I outsource my opinions a lot. Um, well, lot you've been doing I that. Say, you've been doing that since 1990. Whoops. You know what I mean? Yeah. I outsource a lot of stuff. Uh, what else have you been outsourcing? My look, my unique look. I often outsource that. It just like your clothing, your outfits and such? Yeah. And you've got a pretty strong um, consensus to beat up baseball cap, uh, uh, cargo-bearing shorts, yeah, weight-bearing cargo shorts, and uh, just any old T-shirt. Is that the consensus? Yeah, but I also have... I How would you describe your looks that you've... I'm actually... Um, I it's it's very clear. It's called Lost and Found. Lost, it's, yes, that's it's, right. It's called the Lost. That's and one found. of my favorite sort of philosophical cash approaches. Yeah, to the world. I really do. It's just it's it's just a, a grouping of of clothes that have accumulated over the years because I never throw anything away. That most of them were gotten from the uh, or received from the Lost and Found bin at different uh, gyms or uh, country clubs. Um, Sometimes skiing resorts. Um, Not just any, ski resorts, skiing resorts. Not yeah, skiing resorts. Anytime there's a lost and found. Um, you know, when you go to a ski resort, if you need ski goggles, 
Um, lost and found straight to the lost. Oh, and you say, and then sometimes they'll say, you guys say, I lost my goggles on the slopes and say, what kind were they? And you have to say either Scott or spy or one of the bigger companies. And then when they're looking through their box, they don't see that particular company. Okay. But you see what's in their box, right? Um, so you see, they had another brand, say a rosin, rosinol or whatever brand. And then the next day you go back and there's a different person at that lost and found and you say, I lost my Rosinol. Ah. So, so you're, you're not, all you're doing is getting, or what I'll do, take, what I'll do. All you're doing is getting, you're getting them to show you the box. And that my friends is a practical living in modern the modern age. age. I want to say to you that, uh, well, there's a few things I wanted to say to you, but another thing that I'll do is cause you know, what if you go back and it's the same person working? It's mm, yesterday. Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll buy a pair of goggles and I'll put on a, a buy a new hat, you know, and a new ski outfit. Yeah. And then I'll come and I'll pretend to be a different person, maybe an Australian guy, you know, but a guy that's Australian, but he grew up in South Africa. So he's like, yeah. I, I like um, the goggles. Now you haven't been here at all yet. So um, I'd prefer to find my Roslins, Mabulu Roslins. And, uh, and then he'll kind of give it to me. Then I got it, you know, and then, you know, I got to try and return the other goggles, but it's the same guy that I bought them. For. Right. So it's. I mean, I haven't really, I haven't really found any success in this necessarily. This technique. Yeah. I've definitely have tried it once or twice. So what I wanted to bring that's up. That's what real you quick, call. That's what you call non-practical living practical. in the modern age. That is impracticality. Impractical living in the uh, roughly new age, not even in the modern. Um, so one of the things that I want to say to you, and Cash knows this for a lot of people. You know, I'll sort of these. I either do these. Uh, either do these shows kind of um you know i'll have a couple of glasses to something you know before mm -hmm. a little uh, uh, un, uh algo algo de tomer is what they say in uh, argentina something to drink and then i'll just do them kind of you know stone cold sober judge style and then other times i do what i'm doing today which is i'll have a coffee and I don't drink. Oh, I don't drink coffee. I don't know if you know that about me, Cash. See where see where this but takes I, you. I didn't know that about you. I think, but you've never seen me drink coffee. That's true. I, you have a lot of energy naturally, so I don't think you need coffee. Yeah, I, I don't. I really don't care for it. So, but I, I there's a place called Blue Bottle, and I just realized that they have one very close in our neighborhood, and the coffee places are doing fine because people kind of are either drinking a lot or not sleeping out of fear and panic. And so the coffee places are getting a lot of business. And um, actually, uh, Blue Bottles is very great. It's just a great, it's the only coffee place that I actually would say like, oh, it's amazing. They have a secret drink called the Gibraltar. And yeah. it's just the best. And it's coffee. not secret anymore because 12 and a half people have heard of okay, it. Okay, and so that leads me to this. So I had a Gibraltar, feeling great, really going fast, sweating profusely, uh, took off my shirt, put on two other shirts. Don't know why I did that. Was kind of acting too fast to think it over. I've been doing a lot of that. You know, my mouth gets dry from talking so much. So I do, we've got to lick up, wet it down, lick it up and wet it down. And um, uh, so what I was going to say is that, you know, the 12 and a half, I, I was talking to an agent and, um, you know, or and it actually was, uh, yeah, I think it was an agent. And, and he said, one of my agents said, well, you know, TJ, um, I said, why aren't these people touring? Because a lot of people are still not touring. They think there's going to be a vaccine or something like that, which will lead me to another point that I have. But he said, I don't know. You know, a lot of them get uh, have a lot of income from their podcast. 
And so I just want to say, first off, thank you to all the Patreon donors. I've been checking in with them, giving them personal messages, joking around with them. We always are going to be using your maskers and using them first and reviewing them and making sure to get it all done. And, um, and you know, uh, so that just means a lot to us. Uh, but the truth is, you know, I like going on Tiger Belly. Uh, Theo Vaughn has a, uh, a podcast. Adam Ray's got a podcast. Some of these guys do video podcasts and they've got a lot of listeners. And I just would take the 12 and a half any day. I would rather that this not be my main source of income, but rather a labor of love, which it is for us. And it, that's why it's meant so much that the Patreon people are donating $5, $20, um, a great uh, a Patreon uh, patron actually said, why don't you guys have a tier that's $50 or $100? And so I'm working on on putting those in in case you just want to do a one time, do it for one month or if you're having a great time, you know, do it for a couple of months. If you're still working, if you've got the cash to spare, we could really use it. Um, but I, I love that we do this for the 12 and a half. And I would rather have the exact 12 and a half uh, that we have the exact 12 and one half people. And then that half person I think is waist down, you know, ankles up, waist claim, down, no feet. A lot of people claim they're the, the one of the, you know, they're the, they're the half person. Half. Yeah. Some people have. And right now, big shout out. Um, and I actually have the, um, I have the video right here. I was going to wait to bring it up on here. Um, big shout out to, uh, in the mall of America, the creator, and I should say owner, operator, maybe I should say the proprietor of the um, uh, cashing in quotes, right, is um, came to the Mall of America show. Oh, did you meet that person? Yeah, and he's just, oh. abs- I mean, he is just absolutely great. And then here's the video. I'm going to show you. Here's the first video that he did. And uh, it didn't quite go how we wanted it to. Ready? So this is him right here. Hey, Cash. It's me, Cash. you with uh, DJ Miller Quotes. I'll see you next time. Hold on. So he he didn't quite know what to say. So we did this one, though. And uh, this one actually worked out quite well. It's Cash again with DJ Miller Quotes. Yeah! See you next time. (laughs) Buddy, uh, we can't wait to perform for you again, and thank you for everything that you do for the show. Uh, We love that you get the quotes out there, and you're so important to the 12 and a half, so thank you. You guys are so important to me. Thank you for everything you do. Awesome. And I want to say he was smoking weed and in a white truck. That's not why. But he looked looked like a really dangerous Minnesotan. But his yeah. De- what is his what is his name? His demeanor. I'm not going to tell you because he was getting high in his truck, oh, and uh, oh yeah, and in yeah. he just he was a cool dude. You know, he looked like a guy who either would have a, um, uh, you know, a gun in the truck, or he was going to hand you a vape pen and be like, "It's an indica, man. Let's take it down a notch." Well, you know what? Maybe we need to uh, insource him a little bit. I'd like to insource him to outsource my look, which has been described as. Whoopsie Daisy from the waist down, and oh dear God, no from the waist up. <laughs> we call that the Lordy Lordy, and actually, that's true. Uh, Kate and I have been getting in big, um, couple big arguments, and only because I've been saying the phrase Lordy Lordy, look who's forty. And yeah, she hates that. She thinks it's it's terrible. I hate the phrase Cool Beans. 
I've never liked that. I, I have a joke about it. I did it in my first special, which was, uh, if you're the type of person that says cool beans, that is not cool beans with me. Okay. And, uh, and, um, yeah, it's, I think it's the stupidest. It's one of the dumbest things ever, but Kate hates Lordy Lordy Lucas 40. I think in part because she's afraid of turning 40. Um, and then also, I think, I don't know. She really says it's just such a stupid thing. No eating, no eating, no eating that. Um, I mean, we're talking about phrases here on cashing in. Yeah, we're talking about phrases. We're talking about what's, um, what's left, what's right. Uh, what, do, what do you think about the phrase, time flies when you're having fun? Um, yeah, I mean, I always say that when I throw a clock out of the window. <laughs> Am I someone's dad? Do you think that's a true phrase, though? Yeah, I think when you're having a good time, time goes, yeah, and then time moves more slowly. Well, as you know, I am a time scholar, and so I, uh, I've had some, um, I've read a lot about time, and I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just gonna say I, I don't feel like the amount of happiness I'm having affects my perception of time. I think time moves about the same level for me. So you think even if you're having a good time, it moves exactly the same as if you're really bored? Yeah. yeah. I think that might be because you're really in it when you're having a good time. I mean, you really, you really mm -hmm. stay in it and you're not paying attention to other stuff. So you, I would say you as a person, you don't get lost in time very often at all. You also don't do many boring things. What would you say is the most boring thing that you do with your, um, with your life? Um, oh, that's a good question. You know, I, like for instance, today, I uh, think Kate anytime and I were I'm, doing travel yeah. plans and she yeah. just hates that. She just thinks it's so prosaic and difficult and boring and annoying. And, um, you know, I don't know how I feel about that really. I think anytime I check the news or I check my cell phone, I must have been bored before I did it. Really? Yeah, you know, I'm getting to the point now where I don't know where my cell phone is for days at a time. Really? Yeah, I felt like it was that um, unhealthy for me to be near my cell phone. We've talked a lot about it on the show. But I'm starting to get to the point where I don't even know where it is uh, for three or four days at a time. Well, that's what's weird. I, 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 I just think it's that much of a detriment to the human experience to be near the screens. Oh, I agree yeah. with you. I mean, I wouldn't do it if I didn't have, I, you know, right after I get off with you, I have to sort of figure out, got to promote my Omaha show. A lot of how I get people to come to shows is by doing that very thing, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about the lost and found at the gym. I wanted to... Well, ski, Mentioned. we are really all over the ski resorts. I know. We're all over the place. We're all over the map on this uh, conversation here. No, on the lost but, and found stuff. On the lost and found yeah, stuff. Yeah, because but, you're talking gym. You were just talking ski resort, skiing resort. Actually, maybe, yeah. I mean, the gyms have closed, um, but they're open outside, right? So everyone's putting their exercise bikes and their Pilates. This is in California. Pilates. The Pilates Various bikes. Pilates. Your, the exercise your bikes. Your methods, your spion circles. Okay, so if you were ever, if you ever thought or heard my bit about how ridiculous I think spinning is, where you're yeah. riding nowhere. To the peak! Where you're just riding nowhere together, right? Right. 
and you're all wearing aerodynamic outfits as you go nowhere in the same room. Some people's aerodynamic outfits aren't even that dynamic. I call those aero one note, one note outfits. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to outsource that idea, but, um, but it's gotten more ridiculous because they're putting the spinning, um, bikes outside now, um, in parking lots. Right. Why near, not just bicycle? Near road near right near roadways. Like right near big giant ro- roadways. And so you have a hundred people riding outside on a roadway, but not going anywhere. Like it's it's a parody of itself at this point. Yeah, I mean, why not just bicycle? It's, it's right. Why not bicycle at that point? I don't understand why would you need to be around other people? And you're still on a road, by the way. You're not even on a path. You're on a busy road. I think what they like is they like uh, everybody facing that. The The group element. And then the instructor to be yelling at them and playing the music. And I think that's the point of it. But everyone could just listen to the same song on their phone phones or kind of you know wear walkie-talkie type things i mean there are ways around it but yeah i think but these, I think these aren't even like these aren't even these are busy streets these aren't i mean you would i would much rather ride if i'm going to be outside anyway to ride on a path um and actually see the world a little bit um but i will say any type of exercise that anybody's getting that's good for their psyche so you know if that works for you i understand that works for you if um, that works for you know who just go for but, it but but the pilates you're actually stretching out on a roadway and open with open air motoring happening right next to you yeah it can get real nasty over there <laughs> open air motoring so, <laughs> i love that <laughs> oh man some of these callbacks even i don't remember well, that's 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 understandable. It gives me a I mean, sticky uh, zipper. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot to remember here. I just can't remember exactly the stuff, but I do think that's funny. You never really notice that I don't drink coffee. You're not really a coffee drinker. I've got some friends. I'm not a always, coffee. I got some friends that always have a coffee before. Um, they always have a coffee before they go on stage. So that's kind of their drug to get on stage. And yeah. I just don't want to be any more up than I usually am. Um, yeah. And now I'm cutting weight, so I'm not even kind of drinking to sort of take things easy. I'm really, um, uh, yeah. And c- cutting weight is so bizarre because it just, you know, we talked about, I've been thinking a lot about what you said about Manhattan is like Temptation Island. Just every block you have 10 places that you want to eat or go in and check out. And it's so much less of that now. But when you really start cutting weight, it's sort of cut. You go into a grocery store and there's only like two aisles that you can shop in. You know, the rest of it is just absolutely all prepackaged stuff, carbohydrates, wheat, anything grain. You know, all you can eat is just uh, vegetables and then, you know, fish, meat or and I don't really eat chicken. So what what percentage of people are wearing the masks there? Uh, Everybody. I mean, we're still getting articles. You know, there's an article in the newspaper recently where a guy talking about his freedom. And in, in California, how, is that what in Orange yeah, County? How, you know, how, yeah, how his freedom has been trampled on and what's next. And it's sort of, it doesn't make any sense to me to, it, I, it, it baffles me because I, I if I'm going to argue about a freedom um, in terms of putting things on my body, um, why do I have to wear pants and underwear? I don't understand why I can't walk around naked. Right. Like why why 
Why are you upset about something that actually might make people a little bit safer? Well, and uh, keeping other your people? pants on with someone well, like why? you, you know, if you're swinging that dong and it's not covered up, you're going to hit somebody in the head. You're going to, you're going to crack, not... crack it across an ankle. Here's what I'd like to do to when that you, guy. When you, First of all, I'd when, like you, to... when, you, when you crack somebody's ankle with your dong and they say, thank you, that's a thankle. That's a ding dong yeah. thankle. <laughs> why am I not allowed? My freedoms have been trampled on why am i not allowed to walk around dong free just free donging it just free donging free, free, dong. Dong. free donging because i'm free free, free donging. donging why can't you free dong i mean like there's a lot of freedoms <laughs> that we that is yeah, but like why you know they call it free balling when you don't wear uh i think no pants and a shirt free donging is amazing that is such a good way to put it but it doesn't make any sense why why are you stopping why are you starting with the mask thing which which you know other countries have proven might make people a little bit safer why i, I don't why not be worried about the freedoms that don't have that don't have any effect on people a dog can take a dump on the sidewalk and a human's not allowed to why why has that freedom been trampled on why am i not allowed to go over to this guy's house and take a dump right yeah in front of his i, I, I don't understand on the it. sidewalk it's it's why, just why am product. i not allowed to do that it's a i have less freedoms than a dog well it's it's a it's a yeah and i mean especially because they won't let you sniff anybody's butt i mean i've seen you do that i've seen the repercussions and it's just no good it's not good business but i just i feel a little like I don't know. I feel a little like this is just a product of right now. It's just there's this weird political situation in the United States where people are really thinking, you know, if, if this side is this, then they're going to take away our freedoms. And I have a great video to send you, actually, uh, where this guy says, in fact, you know what? I'll play it for the podcast. You guys can find it because it's funny. Um it's uh, it's funny, I guess, a little visually, but it's my, I, I can just describe it, and it is much funnier. Um, in my opinion, it is uh, much funnier. <laughs> As uh, so, it's this guy in a, um, it's a guy in a hat. It says "Beer Me," and he's wearing sort of a tan, kind of hunting jacket, and uh, he just. Uh, He's yelling at the camera, you know, kind of a redneck looking guy. And this is what he says. Okay. Hold on. Hold on one second. I think you're going to like it. Here we go. All you liberals out there, you want my gun, my firearm? Come take it from me. Yeah, Just walk serious through my door, gone. come into my home and take it from me with your weak, soft, liberal, girlish hands. Just try to put those hands on me, those soft, liberal hands. Put them on me, on my body. Just slowly, gently dragging your fingers up and down my arm, giving me goosebumps. You want my gun? Come kiss me for it. But not like right away. Don't be too obvious with it. Let's do that thing where we our faces get close to each other. And you know what's going to happen. It's just... Uh, wow. Okay. The right signal to give yourself over to them completely. Like in a walk to remember. Come do that for my gun. Bite my lip and play with my hair for my fire wrong. If you want my gun, come spank me for it. Not like not, not like too hard, but like like still hard, you know, like 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 hurt me, but make me feel safe at the same time. You pussy liberals. I got a. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's, I think that's meant to be funny, though, right? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic piece of misdirection, um, but it just it made me think of it because that's sort of where we're at. Is somebody saying, 
You liberals want my gun. No liberals say they want your gun. No one's trying to take guns away from people. We just don't want crazy people to be able to get guns. That's the end of it. And we don't really want people to have AR-15s. It's just not really necessary for hunting. And they're not doing anything good for us. You never heard a story on the news where it's like, man saves 13 kittens and a young puppy using his AR-15 by shooting away the vultures that were trying to attack and kill them. It's just, that's not what happens, you know? It's true. The AR-15s don't have a lot of, like... Not a lot of upside. Not not a lot of of success It's like heroin, you know? Yeah. I I have this comedian. Anyway, I stole his material, but I I do this (laughs) joke on on stage, and I don't credit him, but I say, there aren't many heroin success stories, you know? Yeah. They were like, hey, Bob... Bob really, uh, you know, he was really uh, in a bad place. Then he started doing heroin. Really got his life back together. Really ship shaped. Yeah. yeah, his music ah, sounds better. He's, ah, he's music sounds shake. better. He's, he's lost weight. That's that's one of my jokes that actually didn't work for about ten years, and I stuck with it. Now, for some reason, people are okay with heroin jokes. Really? Um, it yeah, it started to work. Then. It started to work later. It's weird. It was always a joke that I could not depend on at all. And I I've been doing later. older material in it, like because it relates to the pandemic a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And it's been yeah. interesting to do that because I have a strange split of I do like I like the material, but it feels old. So it's a little lackluster in that way. But now I'm a much better comedian than when I used to do it. Right. So you, my delivery different- and the execution mm-hmm. of it. It's much better. So I fall really right at the, um, I'm really middle of the road, falling right in between not enjoying doing it, but also feeling proud of it and enjoying that people like it. And I've, you know, uh, rewritten it, tweaked it a little bit, and now it's uh, looking a little bit better. (laughs) Looking a little bit better, Eddie Vedder. Sorry. Too soon? Now. Not soon enough. (laughs) Maybe soon. Perhaps a little later. My Too late? Not late um, enough. Too temporally rushed, perhaps. <laughs> Time's flying too fast. Must be having fun. Time flying not fast enough. Eddie Vedder. I wish it was Eddie better, and that's a pun. This is TV Wee Wee on pun 106.2, the Baby O. <laughs> Radio for infants coming back at you. 906.2, the Dad joke. Time flies when you've got too many cooks. Time flies when you throw the clock out of the window shoot the glass time flies when you shoot the glass um uh, question number one rule, rule, rule number one are you a clock yeah <laughs> rule number one are you a clock question number two you are a clock <laughs> <laughs> he just cannot oh, he cannot pass. get question versus rule right i know you know Rule number two, what does rule mean? Question number four, them's the rules, Jack. (laughs) Them's the rules. Rule number one, can I have a sourdough Jack? (laughs) Now that's Uh, a deep cut Jack in the box fast food. Hard hit from Mr. Cassius Levy on shortstop. Coming in, he's batting. Deep, deep he's batting .001 this season, and we're excited to see him get a hit because time flies when he's hitting hard. Deep cuts on 102.7, the big dong. The big dong. The free dong. Um, 
the free dong, free dong in it. We're free dong in it. Yeah, instead of fighting for your freedom, you should be fighting for your free dong. Why are we not allowed to walk around naked? It seems like that should be more upsetting to people than putting a mask on. Like, this is just an extension of what we've already endured, and that's having to wear clothing all the time. Well, and I think the other thing is, it may be visually offensive, but you're not going to hurt anybody by being naked. I mean, exactly. you know, I may assault someone's senses. Their eyesight might go, oh, my God, from the waist to the nipples looks like somebody went poo-poo. And you know what? For those people that are upset about the masks, that's really the argument they should be making. They should say, okay, if you want to force me to wear a mask, I'm going to go dong free. Yeah. I'm going to be free donging. I'll mask up and dong down. I'll mask up and I'll (laughs) dong down. (laughs) I mean, it's an illogical argument when you're already fully clothed. It's an illogical argument to say, I don't want to keep other people safe by wearing a mask, but it would be logical to say, all right, I'll trade you this. I'll trade you your safety, but I'm going dong down. I'm, I'm going to dong down. I'm going to double I'm going dong, dong down. Free. I'm going to dong down. In fact, I'll My double son, dong. I'll double down. Speaking of, double dong speaking down. of dongs, speaking of do, uh, dongs, my uh, eldest son said the other day, asked me, because what is this erectile dysfunction? What is what is Really? This? Yeah, like because you know he sees the ads all the time, and I—that's something as a parent you do not really know how to answer, because they don't understand sex yet at all. Really? Well, I think like a couple a couple weeks earlier, Chance was like, "So, you're saying that the sort of the seed the seeds of life come from the from the from the balls, right?" And I'm like, "Well, I, yeah, you could, you know, they because because I explained they were called the family jewels, and he asked why, and I'm like, well, the seeds kind of come from there. He's like, so he goes, so how you can see him trying to like piece it together. He's like, so how how would the seed get like into my, you know the girl's tummy? Like, do 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 you stick your do people stick their balls like inside like the like some part of the girl or how does was it he work? really saying that? Yeah. I know he's that really he, trying to piece it. Wasn't together. it when or somebody else said, uh, well, girls are different because they have two buttholes. They have two. Right. Right. There, yeah. No, they're trying to piece this together. We're, we're trying to keep them in the dark as long as possible. We have it's really like Santa Claus. You don't want to ruin it by the truth. Yeah. We have really innocent kids. Cause I, you know, why know about this stuff earlier than you have to? Cause it, life gets pretty serious soon enough. So, um, you know, um, so we they don't really know all but this kind of stuff. But I don't know how to explain erectile dysfunction. I just said, you know, hopefully you won't ever find out. You know, it's not a great situation. You know, you know what I'll do but is I'll uh, I'll crack a burp if I get a question like that. You know, <laughs> so you know he comes at me with, uh, hey, uh, what is erectile dysfunction? I'll just crack a burp at him. I'll, yeah, you know, just crack one right at him, and they go, "What? What is that?" And then you go, "Come on over here. I made some macaroni and cheese, and you didn't. You didn't make any macaroni and cheese, but you've got him thinking about mac and cheese, sweet, sweet elbow macaroni and Velveeta, and then you're on to the next thing." So I, I have a different sort of parenting style, you know. Well, I, I believe you're going to. You know, I've been I've learned the hard way that playing practic playing practical jokes on kids that are doesn't work seven and ten now. Like I, I convinced because it's too easy. They don't know what the truth is. Um, for example, in the last month, um, I convinced uh, Win that I had my belly button uh, removed. Really? That I had it amputated. I'm like, yeah, you have. I go, what's that on your stomach? What is that? And he's like, you have one of those. And he couldn't remember for sure if I had one. And I was like, I don't have one of those. I had it amputated. 
<laughs> and and he was trying to like check my belly, but I was like, I'm not going to show you, man. It's kind of gross. That's why I keep it hidden. Um, I also convinced when that I breathe out of my ears and smell. No, wait, that I, that I smell out of my ears. Right. Wait, yeah. And, uh, Hear out of my nose. Hear out of your nose. So did you have him go and whisper something into your nose? Yeah. I was like, he was like experimenting with it. I'm like, you're different than me. He's like, how are we different? I'm like, well, all humans are different. For example, <laughs> I I um, I listen out of my nose and I and I smell out of my ears. And you're different than me. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, because they don't know. But it's easy. The practical jokes are easy at this age. And I think you would love it. I really do. Because you like practical yeah. jokes. I mean, you... You, you would, I think you'd really get a kick out of it. Now it confuses them at times. The one that I went too far with, this is the one that I really regretted immediately. Well, wasn't that the one where you said, you know, tomorrow is the day that everyone dies. So just say your goodbyes. No, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't go that far, but I did tell them like, and I really sold it too. And it was so mean. And I instantly went back on it. Cause I'm like, I went too far. Yeah. I have, I didn't think I they have would, something like that, that I did recently. That you did recently. We're going to talk about yeah. it, but I, instantly went back on it because I was like, that's the meanest thing I've ever done. Because I didn't think they'd believe it. But I paused. It was a good acting job. I'm not a great actor. I, I don't have the experience you have, obviously. But I, I paused. I'm like, guys, um, I mean, I think you're old enough for me to tell you. Um, and they were like, what? What? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll tell you when you get older. And they were like, no, tell us. And I was like, guys, um, you know, your mom, she's, she's not your real mom. You, she's... <laughs> Jesus. I I, I had you guys with another woman and she's, she's not your real mom. And they're like, really? And I'm like, no, that's not true. She is your real mom. I went back on immediately. Of course. Like the look of, what is the funny look of about sadness. that? I don't know why I did that. I just <laughs> why would you? I didn't think they would be serious. Well, I didn't think they Here's would. what you should have done. And what would have been really fun to say, this is, you know, I, I didn't want to tell you this to your older, but uh, your mother is, she's a robot. She's not right, actually right. a human being. She's a robot. And you can right. tell because if you suck on any part of her skin really hard, um, she'll make a beeping noise. You know, you got to go that route. You yeah, got to give. I should have gone to. I didn't go far enough. I, it was too. It was too real. They were. Yeah, of course. Very upset. That's, they were like, very that's upset. basically going, hey, you guys are a huge mistake. Just kidding. But you are. I know. It was. It was, it was. It was. Like, because they, they know I'm joking when I talk about. I always like when I see them every morning, I always go, are you guys still living here? Are you, do you guys want to stay for another couple of weeks or what's your plan? So I always do jokes like that and they get those jokes. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So I think it was an extension of that, but I didn't know where the line was. And, uh, you know, I went too far. It's. Um, you got to dip the toes in. You know, I did I did a corporate recently for some people in Scotland. You got to hangle and dangle it. You got to dip your wick in the Hudson River. And I, I told those people, I said, you know, with they had a new innovation they were, you know, going to, you know, reveal to the public soon. I said, you got to dip your toes in with this innovation. You know, you're from Scotland. Have you ever dipped your toes in the Loch Ness? You kind of look off, see if the monster's there, you know? Yeah. And uh, like, and they, and they were like, yeah, we don't swim in the Loch Ness. It's too cold. I'm like, so you haven't met the Loch Ness? And, uh, and they were like, no, I haven't, we haven't met the monster. I'm like, well, I've met him and he would love this idea. He would love, <laughs> he would love this innovation. Um, so you got to dip the toes in with these. Uh, you got to touch those toes. Well, I, uh, I made what I call a forever mistake. 
We're going to do this on the next episode. So that's going to be a cliffhanger. Do you want to do some maskers it. or what do you want to do? Let's do a few maskers and finish this one. And then we're going to tease the next episode because he made a forever mistake. And it's a pretty darn good tale, I must tell I'd you. I'd say it, almost, good it almost ended not only things between Cash and me, but things between the two of us and you, the 12 and a half. Let's take it to Patreon right now. Jonathan, you're not on the line. Hey, wait. Jonathan? Jonathan, teach, you are teach, not on the line. Laugh. You haven't even called. Jonathan, are you there? You're not. You are absolutely not there. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, that's the cliffhanger. It was pretty. It was a. Uh, it was a ball breaker of a practical joke and uh, real whoopsie it, uh, daisy. There's a real whoopsie daisy by T.J. Miller. So we're going to talk about that on the next episode. And we love that you're sticking around to find out what we're talking about. Um, I've got an. Um, Little maskers I'm here. Pulling up the Patreon if we can get that. Uh, from uh, Colin Peer. Like 85% of superheroes, this is Maskers. He writes, Kit Kat bars, take a break. Whatchamacallit. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> the reason that is great is because whatchamacallit uh, is that's exactly it. No one knows what they're talking about. They call the, the the candy bars a whatchamacallit. Are you a whatchamacallit fan? Not. It's not in my top five. It's not in the top five, but I'll go for one. I like it better than a take five. You know what doesn't get enough love? Score yeah, bars. Yeah. They don't get enough love. Yeah. And um, lately, you know, I haven't had candy and I don't even know how long, but lately I've been thinking about how Snickers, the bar, not the ice cream bar, we talk about how that is significantly mm -hmm. a superior a Snickers ice cream bar, but Snickers, the, the actual candy bar really does satisfy. I mean, if you look at all around, you think I really do need something that is filling and will get me through the next couple hours. It is a Snickers. I do believe that I really, really do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Wetchmacall, we've talked about this on the show, I think, but it's pretty wishy washy, uh, name for a bar, it, you know, to make a commitment. Pretty, yeah, it is. Um, but I like it. It's whimsical, so I like it. But it's a little bit, you know, you know, dip the toes in, but then go ride the monster if you can. Ride the lock. Uh, Jay Fro Fo Show, a Patreon, uh, doing $5 per month, and we love that. Thank you, Jay Fro a Fo Show. Um, and this is one that comes close to your heart, Cash. The 2024 Bronco in Chase Me White or the jumpsuit orange color? You know, I've already thought about this very That's much. That's from one third of the three percent of the twelve and a half. <laughs> you know, I I'm so excited about this Bronco. I'm gonna. He wants to get. I'm very much. I'm very much considering the uh, the orange. Really? Yeah. I think, I'm a Giants fan. I, I'm a Giants. I gotta fan. say, I think you do have to. And the reason I want to do it's Broncos. It's Broncos colors. Mm -hmm. Denver. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah Broncos too. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Orange. So both of our teams have orange. Um, Sean Sugro, Sugru writes Armageddon two theme song. Don't want to remiss a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to remiss a thing because I remiss you, babe. Maskers was just and to I hear you do falsetto. So frustrating. I can't believe it. Feels like a real betrayal. Don't want to fall asleep because I remiss you, babe. And I don't okay. want to miss a thing. So, <laughs> God. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm trying to just wake up New York. This, make, New this York. makes some real sense here, okay. too. Uh, 
Ironically, our next Maskers is from uh, uh, Falsetto Geppetto, a, pa- nice. a Patreon patron, $10 a month. Just a great guy. I love it. Maskers. He writes, Paleontology. Just regular ontology for the fair-skinned scientist? I think yes. I love that. I love I love I love ontology and it's just and you know the true paleontologist is albino. We all know that. Really? You know that one to be the case. Um Yeah, I like that. Don't you think I mean paleontologists have to be incredibly intelligent, right? Uh, I think so. I mean, but they don't have to be much smarter than a dinosaur. And a brontosaurus had a, a brain the size of a walnut. <laughs> you can ask <laughs> when about that, my godson. <laughs> the smarter of the two. Andrew Zach, uh, he writes... I'll be, get, I'll be getting a bronchosaurus. Oh, God. I want to be in one of those. I really do. Uh, right now. This one's a great one from Andrew Zach. A $20 a month patron. And uh, I'm just... I'm, I'm loving the guy. Um, here we go. Uh, actually, I'm going to go with his, he says, this one is getting a bit nasty, but he said, uh, flaccid dicks, take a break. Chubbs, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> flaccid dicks, uh, you know, t- I think it's flaccid dicks, take some downtime. Chubbs, you know what I'm popping about. I think that's the you go with that one. <laughs> but this one needs no uh, edits at all. Andrew Zach writes, hay fever patient zero, the scarecrow. Yes, great pandemic mm. one. Hay fever. Oh yeah. Patient zero for hay fever. The scarecrow. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I wanted to talk to you about this, um, about the scarecrows and um, guard dogs, things of this nature. I was talking about it with my kids. Why aren't there guard skunks? If we could train guard skunks. Wow. You know, watch skunks. Right. If you could train a skunk to live near your house in the doorway, wouldn't that scare away intruders more than a dog even? Yeah, certainly if you could train a skunk. I think even maybe if skunks... What about a watch skunk? What about a watch skunk? Watch skunk, skunk is good, but I, I would actually say if the skunk... If the skunks are used to you and you don't scare them, you could just have skunks in the backyard. And then if an intruder paint, came, they yeah. would spray them for sure. How about this? How about this? You paint your cat to look like a skunk, and now you have a, a watch skunk, and it's a lot easier to take care of than a dog. Right. And you just have watch skunks in your house. You have two cats. I think they've got. I, I th- and you had a break in, and you had a break. Yeah, in. I think they got to have a. Cats. They got to have a spray. And you know what else? This is how great the twelve and a half are. Andrew Zach wrote. You should check out Wise Cams. W Y Z E. They are a cheap version of the other smart home security cameras out there. He got a couple for the house since pre-COVID. He traveled a lot. Made him feel a bit better about leaving. He goes, about leaving my wife and daughter. What he means is leaving my wife and daughter at home alone. But it sounds like he was like, you know, leaving the cameras made me a little bit better, feel better about leaving my wife and daughter. I I divorced her, never filed the papers, but just took off, said I was going to get a pack of cigarettes. (laughs) Haven't seen my daughter in about two and a half years, but I I get video of them. Um, And um, he also said, love supporting the show, but don't want you guys to read Maskers unless it's truly good enough. I, we did the edit to the flaccid dicks, take a break. And uh, I love the hay fever patient zero. And then lastly, Andrew Zach writes um, in a radio DJ voice, he wants to add one of his stations to our lexicon, which is uh, 
this is one, two, three, four, five, the count coming to you live from the street, Sesame Street. Um, and I guess I he's like been that. watching 24 seven Sesame Street during the pandemic. I like that. You know what? I'm going to insource that. Insource that and yeah, get that out there. Get that outsourced. Then I'm going to outsource by insert. I'm going to insource it and then I'm going to outsource it. A one, two, three, four, five, the count. Yeah. <laughs> Coming to you from the street, Sesame.